0: Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Ben, and this is the Smoking Hot Confessions Podcast. Hey, family, I hope you're well wherever you are, and you got that thin blue smoke rolling. This is episode eight of season four of the Smoking Hot Confessions Podcast. In this season, I've been flying, driving, eating, walking and talking my way around Australia. I've been going to the biggest barbecue festivals all over this wide brown land and have had some fascinating conversations with some of the biggest names in the game and some up and comers too. In this episode, I head into rural Queensland for the Toowoomba Brews and Barbie Bash. I was competing on the Black Bark Barbecue Team, which is part of our barbecue family. It was blazing hot all weekend and the competition was even hotter. Before we get started, I'd like to let you know that my new ebooks are now available on the website. There's the second edition of my well loved 27 Lessons Learned from Competition Barbecue, and also the deliciously new Bacon Manifesto. The Bacon Manifesto includes everything you need to know about making bacon at home, and then some incredible recipes to give you an idea of what to do with it. So, without further ado, grab yourself something. Anything wrapped in homemade bacon and a Bloody Mary with a homemade bacon swizzle stick and join me as I battle the heat and the other teams at the Toowoomba Brews and Barbie Bash 2018. This is
1: the internationally awarded Smoking Hot Confessions podcast with your host, Ben Arnott. How long has it been since your last confession?
0: Hey folks, it's Ben from Smoking Hot Confessions here. I am in wonderful sunny Toowoomba this weekend. It is really hot. It's really nice. It's typical beautiful Queensland weather, and uh, I've got a very special guest here with me today. We've got Jesse from Seven Sins Barbecue all the way from the USA,
2: mate. Welcome to Toowoomba. Welcome to Queensland. Welcome to Australia. Thank you. Glad to be here. We're you know really excited to be here for this, and uh, yeah, so, thank you. And so you're competing with, uh, with Country Boys this weekend? This weekend, yeah, we're going to be cooking with Country Boys, so hopefully we can uh, walk away with the GC like he did last weekend.
0: He does have a bit of a habit of doing them back-to-back, so the yeah. odds are in your favor.
2: <laughs> yep, I know, we're hoping so. I mean, our revs, you know, been doing really good for him. so really happy with that. So let's talk some more about that. Yeah. Man, tell us about Seven Sins. All right, so Seven Sins, we started off in 2010 just a catering company. Um, kind of started playing around more, going, you know, let's start competing. And 2013 was our first year competing and just started competing on our own and then started making our own rubs and stuff and just kind of climbing up the ladder with it.
0: Nice. And so, so yeah. uh,
2: whereabouts in the States are you based? We're in California. So, the LA area. Ah, so this yeah. Queensland just kind of feels like home to you. Exactly. We walked out of the plane and was like, oh, I feel like we're at home. <laughs> so, yeah. Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. So, what sort of uh, like product range have you got? Um, we got our rubs and our sauces right now. So our rubs, we got four rubs out there, our all-purpose, our beef, our pork, and our pecan. And then our two sauces, our original and our No White Boy, which is a habanero. Nice. No, yeah. Tell me about the habanero. Okay, so that one actually was made on a bet. I had a guy, we were catering at our an event, and guys like, I bet you can't make me a hot enough sauce. I said, okay, I'll tell you what. I'll make it. I'll even let you name it. And so we made it. It was hot enough for him, and he called it No White Boy. So, Yeah. <laughs>
0: No white boy no had white arrow boy. sauce. There yep. you go.
2: So, yeah, that was, that was a cool one for us. And it's been, the name just kind of caught on. And at first I was like, okay, we'll keep it as a joke. But no, that sauce has been doing really well, especially on chicken. It gives that little back end heat. And it's not overpowering. So yeah.
0: Beautiful. Beautiful. Now, you, you talked about your, your rubs before. Yeah. My, my personal favorite is the, is the pecan rub. Love that rub. What sort of work goes into balancing the flavors in a, in a spice rub?
2: That one I kind of wanted to go more with, like, on a sweeter end of it with the, the, the natural nuttiness of the pecan. Mm. And then just bring, it's got a little bit of pepper in there, so it does have just a little bit of heat, and it's got the salt with it. But I kind of made that more as just like a topping on, like, a rib, more for color than anything else. And we've been using it on, like, chicken, vegetables, everything. Oh, so man. it's just one of those rubs that we made it, played around a little bit, got it dialed in, and love it.
0: So good, mate. Yeah. So good. Cool. So, now, how did the relationship come about between you and Dan and, and Country Boys?
2: Okay, so, started off, Lucas from Rolling Smoke had bought some rubs and sauces from me, and he was using them, and about two or three weeks later, I get an email from Dan. And, you know, he's buying rubs and sauces, and I told him, I said, all right, you're doing, you're doing as well as you are, come on to the family. And from then on, it's just been, we've been like brothers. And, you know, it's like, I love him, and Lucas like brothers, so, Yeah.
0: And they actually came out uh, earlier this year to come and visit you, didn't they?
2: Yeah, actually, they came out to Florida to go compete at uh, Sunny's in March. And I heard they were coming. I'm like, I right. bought the plane ticket. We were out there with them. And then they came out and spent about a week with me out in California. And it was a lot of fun hanging out.
0: Very nice. Yeah. And so how, how was that competition? What was that like?
2: That was a cool comp because it was best of the best. It was an invite only. And so it was like, for me, seeing all these guys on the East Coast that I don't normally compete against, it's like, oh, I know you, I know you, I know you, <laughs> and so it was—it was really cool. It
0: was like a one big Instagram catch-up. <laughs>
2: Pretty much, yeah. That, <laughs> that was that was the cool thing, just you know, shaking hands and actually meeting face to face with these guys that we've been talking to on, on Instagram and stuff like that for a while.
0: Fantastic, mate. Now, what's coming up in the future for you and
2: Seven Sins and the whole Seven Sins family? Um, we got the kingswood Invitational next weekend, so I'm really looking forward to that one. Getting back home, kind of recouping. Start our season off in January and go full speed again. As far as like the rubs and stuff, just keep cranking them out and get them out as far my, as many places as we can. Is what we're trying to do. So,
0: very cool. So, once your season starts in January, uh-huh. how many comps will you do in the in the
2: calendar year? I'll probably do twelve to fifteen throughout wow. the year. So yeah, that's you know it's one every month and a couple we're gonna have back to backs on. And then when we do com- we compete, we also vend, so we're we're doing double duty. So you suck suckers for punishment. <laughs> exactly, yep. It's kind uh, of our thing. We're just glutton for punishment. Very
0: nice. So, mate, if, if people want to get in contact with you, if they want to track down your rubs, mate, how can, they, uh, how can they get some hands on some 7 right, Sins?
2: So you can go, our Instagram is at 7 sins Barbecue. Our website is is the best way. Um, I always say for international, just shoot me an email because my prices on there are for U.S. shipping. Unfortunately, I can't ship for as cheap as I can in the States. But, yeah, um, Facebook, 7 sins Barbecue. Best ways to get a hold of us.
0: Love it. Now before I let you go, yes. what would be one good tip that you'd have for
2: backyard barbecuers out there watching this video at home? You know what? Have fun doing what you're doing. That's the biggest thing. If you're having fun cooking, you gotta humble yourself as well. If you think you're the, you know, you're the best in the backyard, you get out here on the comp circuit, you're gonna get your you know, you're gonna get knocked <laughs> in the dirt.
0: <laughs> Put your so, money where your mouth is, basically.
2: Exactly, yeah. But I mean, you know, listen to other people take advice, take classes. You know, from all of us who've been doing this for years, there's a lot of knowledge out there to take.
0: Wise words, mate. Look, thank you for your time. I'll uh, let you get back to it. Dan and you have got a lot of work to do this uh, t- today. I was going to yeah. say this weekend, but it's a day comp, so today. Yep. And uh, we are standing directly in front of the smoker here that Dan is busting to get into. So I'll uh, say ahead. thank you very much. Thank you. And I'll let you get back to work. Cool.
2: Thank you. Appreciate it.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, Ben from Smoking Hot Confessions here. We're at Toowoomba. You can hear the music's kicked in, the comp's finished up, so it's time to party. But before we get too carried away, I'm having a chat with Luke from Fat Boys Smoking. They're a uh, almost local team. They're from Ipswich, and we're going to have a bit of a chat to them and see how they got into the comp scene. Mate, pleased to meet you. Thanks for being part of the show. Thank you. And okay. uh, how's the competition been treating you? Good,
3: good, good, yeah. Uh, we've enjoyed it. Everybody is friendly. Um, you know, it's something new to us. Barbecue isn't, obviously, but, yeah, competition style is, yeah.
0: Now, I did hear a rumour that this was your first competition. Is that correct?
3: Yes, it is, yeah. It is our first comp. We've, we've been meaning to do a couple, um, but because we actually own a barbecue store, we've um, been delayed in competitions, yeah.
0: Right, well, we'll get to the store in a minute, but first of all, I want to know, the big question is, if this is your first competition, are you going to compete again?
3: We're not too sure. We're pretty happy to finish in the top 20 today. I think there's only 20 teams, so oh, we're okay. pretty happy. Uh, we, we might finish on a high, but we might be back, yeah.
0: Mate, that's fantastic. So tell me a bit about your your, your barbecue shop. Uh, so
3: me and my business partner, Chris, um, we started out just two mates with the passion of low and slow, mm-hmm. and we end up taking it a step further, and we started an online store, Facebook store. We do markets and... Yeah. We end up starting a shop front, and it has is, it is done pretty pretty good, yeah, we're pretty happy with it all.
0: Mate, that's good. I'll, I always like to hear about uh, local businesses doing well, so that's great. Now you've got three different smokers here today, can you tell me what you've been cooking on at this competition?
3: Uh, yeah, yeah, not a problem, so we've cooked on our home Fatboy Express we call it, so this has been made um, as a home smoker, uh, it's nice 6 mil thick steel. Uh, we've also got the Pro Smoke, which is just something little. And we've also got the Oslocker, which is locally made too here in Toowoomba um, in Highfields by Oslocker. Um, it's fully insulated, full competition spec. Yeah, can't complain.
0: <laughs> so, which is your favourite of the three of them then?
3: I would obviously say mine, but the Fatboy Express <laughs> does pretty good. So, <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. That's lovely, mate. Now, of the, of the four hand ins today, uh, which have you done in which smoker and which handy were you most happy with uh, Yeah, so we done the chicken
3: um, in the Oslocker, finished it off just because a high attempt in the home home fatboy Express uh, we done ribs in fat boy Express and we done our brisket and lamb in the pro smoke
0: right gotcha and of of them which was your favorite
3: uh, lamb was probably our Best best hand-in, yeah. Uh, we we're pretty happy with lamb. I don't eat lamb personally, but we we're pretty
0: happy with it, yeah. I'll pretend you didn't say that, because there's <laughs> nothing more Australian than eating lamb. Yes, well. <laughs> anyway, mate, look, thanks for taking the time to be on the show. No um, before I do let you go, what would be a piece of advice you've got to the people watching who are thinking about going into their first competition?
3: Take it all in.
0: Um, everyone's
3: friendly and everyone wants to help out, which they have since yesterday when we turned up here. Um, and enjoy it, because we have, um, yeah, love it.
0: Wise words, mate. Thank you very much, and uh, I'll wish you luck at the uh, hand-ends. Too easy. Thank you very much. Cheers. (laughs) Thanks, mate. Hey, folks, it's Ben from Smoke Hill Confessions here, wrapping up Toowoomba Barbecue Festival this weekend. It's been hot. It's been sunny. It has been a typical, beautiful Queensland uh, spring carnival. And with me, I've got... Uh, we, we know him well by now. This will be his third appearance on on this season of the podcast, Chris from Pits and Giggles. And what he's got today is something you've all been dying to see. It's been talked about in social media about barbecues, and its it's been... Uh, uh, it's been uh, given to the team by a very generous sponsor that we're going to talk about again after we've talked about the barbecue. First of all, Chris, mate, how's your uh, your smile from ear to ear today? Oh, am We're pretty happy. We've had uh, a pretty good cook.
1: We had some um, some sensational meat given to us this time, so we, we uh, hit our butcher up to get some better get some better meat, and uh, we got some, uh, some like a nice black onyx brisket uh, nailed in. So uh, black onyx brisket sitting on the Weber summit just doesn't
0: get any better mate. mate we got to play with some of those black onyx briskets at burley there a few a uh, few weeks ago or a few mu- two months ago now. They're very nice little briskets. Yeah, oh, it's sorry, a- not not little, they're big briskets.
1: No, and uh, cuz we actually did trim up in uh, uh, at the butcher shop. Which uh, scares the bejesus out of a butcher because we started with a nine kilo black onyx brisket, and we took away about four kilos of meat in a nice thin little strip, and he's just looking at it going, "What the hell are you doing?" So, <laughs> wastage, wastage, wastage. So yeah, poor old Chris at uh, Jack Purcell's, He was. Um, he was freaking out a bit as we were cutting this thing down.
0: But did you tell him what to do with the offcuts and, and and
1: how to yeah, uh, they recycle are, I, that? I think they were pretty happy with the offcuts. I reckon he might even take a field from home himself.
0: Ah, oh, lovely, <laughs> lovely. Now, what we're here to talk about today is the, uh, the the beautiful big black Weber Summit here behind me. You are the first person I've seen to actually have one. How good is it? We were um, we
1: were pretty bloody excited to get it. So we uh, we actually found out it was coming uh, a period before. Uh, it was released. Uh, we were sworn to secrecy by our, our great mate Mick down at Outdoor Living. Uh, he sent us a message and said, the summit's coming. And we've gone, when? <laughs> and then we're going, when can we get it? When can we see it? When can we ever go? And, and is that when the calendar went on the wall and it was X on that day, yeah. X on that
0: day, X yeah, on that day? And, of
1: course, we were sworn to secrecy as well because it wasn't official that it was coming. It wasn't until Weber did the first, uh, the little sneak peek in the Weber Facebook site, that that was the first time we could say, yeah, we know it's coming. It's going to be here at this time. <laughs> so we were, yeah, we were quite excited about the whole thing when it arrived. Um, I mean, the reason we knew it was coming was because um, uh, the out to living north side, which is where Mick comes from, the sponsor. He's um, uh, his shop was used as a, a as, as a promo site. They actually came in and shot video uh, in the shop, uh, and they brought two summits in. Uh, so he's sitting there, he's actually sending me photos uh, of the summits, I'm going, you bastard. you got this beautiful thing there, and I'm not allowed to tell anyone. It was shocking.
0: Alright then, tell me all about it. Walk, walk me through it.
1: Righto, so uh, the summit is a, first of all, it's the biggest Weber you'll ever see. Uh, like, they're sitting beside me on this side here. Sorry, that's a, a 57 Weber Smoky Mountain and that used to be the big boy. Uh, that was the big boy in, the, in Weber circles, and the summit just dwarfs it. So uh, it's an awesome bit of gear, fully insulated, so it's very similar to the uh, Komodo Dragons and, uh, or the big Komodo Joes, uh, same kind of thing, except it's all steel. So it's got that sort of acorny kind of feel to it, uh, but it's just bigger, nice and solid, and of course, legendary Weber quality. So an amazing piece of gear.
0: I can see the build quality just by simply by just looking at the vent on the top, you, you can tell it just from that.
1: Yeah, and it's, the weird thing is when you're actually cooking with it, uh, it's like you have to be millimetre accurate with that top vent. Uh, if you're a couple of mil out, suddenly your temperatures will start creeping up pretty rapidly.
0: That's a fantastic degree of control. <gasps> yeah,
1: it's, uh, it's very cool to go with, and of course as soon as you want full heat, you just flip the whole thing open and away she goes. And I know I've got a few mates with the Kamados, who say they would love to have that feature to be able to just pop it open and, and go for it. Now, is this the one that has the, the gas ignition for the charcoal? No, the, um, that was one of the reasons it took a long time to come into Australia, uh, is the, the Australian gas rigs are probably one of the most strict in the world. So there's a, a, quite a bit of gear around the world that you just don't get in Australia because of our strict gas regulations. And the summit was one of those things that was sitting in the US. It's been in release in the US for about two years now. And there was a lot of people in Australia going, we want this thing, we want this thing, uh, bring it in. And uh, couldn't bring it in because of the gas rigs. Uh, and it was basically, it was um, Weber Australia putting enough pressure on you know Weber US for them to do the slight redesign to remove the gas. Uh, and it wasn't quite as simple as just pulling the gas unit off. Uh, When we actually looked at the ones in the U.S. and and had a good look of it, the the port that the gas actually goes through doesn't even exist on this. So if you imported a a, a gas unit from the U.S., you can't fit it to an Australian one. So the actual, the whole base is a a different uh, mould to the U.S. version. So it's it's manufactured specifically for Australian market. So does that mean that you light this one up the same you would light up a regular kettle then? Yeah, so we just light it up with a, uh, you can see we've probably, I don't know if it's still sitting there, there was a, a flaming coals uh, gas lighter there on the on the side. We were using that. Uh, I tend to use the old uh, butane burner uh, and the, the uh, blower vac. <laughs> uh, that's my favourite way of getting it going. Because uh, you can usually get charcoal going in a, in a minute or two with that. Uh, but you actually have to be careful with this because it's, because it's so insulated and so efficient, if you light too much, the temperature gets away from you very quickly and it's hard to, you've actually got to bring it down. Although it does respond very quickly. So like when I was saying about that millimeter accuracy on the top, uh, if you make a quick change, the temperature soars up and then flattens lines again. It's just stunning. Uh, And you're well-versed with the SmartFire and people would have seen me talk about the SmartFire before. Uh, You'll actually note that we've got the SmartFire attached on, on this now. Um, So uh, you can actually, uh, Rory was uh, dialing up different temperatures today, and it was taking about 10 minutes to alter and then flatline again. Oh, wow. So it's an amazing bit of gear. So happy with it.
0: Yeah, very cool. So tell me, which of the four hand-ins, or multiples of, did you cook on this for the competition this weekend?
1: Uh, So what we did in this one,
0: principally brisket.
1: So brisket's the beast. Go big or go home. Yeah. Got to to give it a whirl. (laughs) So the brisket went in first, so we had the point and flat in. Uh, then uh, as things wore on in the day and the, the, the brisket came out uh, to rest, uh, we had some lamb in here for a while. Uh, there was one point where we actually had uh, some secondary chicken that we were cooking as uh, as practice because we want to try some different flavours. So while we were comp- cooking we thought we'll do an extra tray with some new flavors to try it out, so uh, so we had some chicken in there, we had the point of the brisket still in there doing um, burn ends, uh, and we had another tray in there uh, which was um, uh, some uh, pork ribs. So we had it all going on in there at the
0: same time. Wow! So with all your experiments, with all your different things to cook in there, have you found that it lends itself to a particular protein more than any other? Like, is it a is it a brisket machine? Is it a ribs machine? Or is no, it? Or is it universal?
1: Is it? When you actually, uh, one of the, the, the things people go about and said, "Oh, it's awesome," and I go out and buy one tomorrow, except it's so expensive. And uh, to be honest, uh, if uh, if it wasn't for me sort of giving us to try it out, uh, giving it to us and saying, "There you go," show show people what it can do, um, we probably wouldn't have left out and bought one straight away. Uh, however, Rory is super keen. If a, he's it's currently living at his house, uh, if we take it away from his house, he'll go and buy one anyway. Uh, he's, uh, he's that happy with it. Um, as far as the proteins uh, that work with it, uh, it's everything. It just does everything. We did uh, a demo uh, with a, at the at outdoor living a couple of weeks ago, and we did um, I did reverse the steaks on it. We did a full brisket. Uh, we did chicken wings. I did the fired, not fried chicken wings. Nice. Uh, so we just had all of these things going on at the same time, and we had two units, and we just had there was just meat going everywhere. A sensational day, uh, but it was just it, it just it's so versatile. The things you can do with it, and I'll show you inside in a minute the, what it can do and
0: the way it works. Beautiful. So before I let you go, what would be um, for the people that are looking to uh, make the purchase and buy one, that one at home? What would be a piece of advice that you'd have for using it at home?
1: Uh, at home, the biggest thing is to just play with it. Sit and learn and muck around, and as I said, that millimetre accuracy and, and sit and work with it and, and just sort of sit and play with the different, the different things. Weirdly, it's one of those few barbecues it's worth reading the manual. Now, most barbecues... Are, I wait, mean, wait, wait, wait,
0: wait, wait, wait. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> a man just said, read the manual. Exactly right. Now the reason you read the manual is to suddenly you find out how versatile it is and the things it can do. So uh, one of the weird things you find out, like we'll get in and we'll have a bit of a look. So at the moment it's still got the smart fire attached to it. With the grill, the grill is of course um, uh, it's uh, the standard grill is 57. Uh, this is 64, so it's that much bigger again than a standard grill. But as soon as we go inside, uh, one of the things we find is the deflector plate? So the deflector plate is actually insulated, uh, and it folds up the same as the uh, the fancy grill in the Weber so You can Very get the charcoal underneath it, and the charcoal grate. Uh, actually, you can sit it at three different levels depending on what you're cooking, which is why I'm saying you can use it for every type of uh, every type of um, protein that you want to do. Yeah, gotcha. So. At the bottom level, you do low and slow, which is exactly what we've done today. You bring it up to the second level, and you cook roasts. Uh, you bring it up to the top level, and it's a full grill, just like your Weber, except bigger and better.
0: Very nice, mate, very nice. Look, thank you for taking the time to uh, to show me around this beautiful new Weber Summit. And uh, it's always great to catch up with you. Thanks for being a good friend of the show, and uh, thanks for giving me more time again today. Mate, anytime, Ben. Love your show, love your work.
4: This is Sterling Smith from Loot and Moody Barbecue, and you're listening to Smoking Hot Confessions.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, Ben from Smoking Hot Confessions here. We're wrapping things up in Toowoomba. It's been a very long, hot day, and uh, he's just realized uh, that it's me. He's like, oh, oh, I'm on the camera. Yes, he's on the camera.
5: It's real.
0: I've got Graham from, uh, from Pit Crew Barbecue. Uh, you, you may know him as the Cracked Chicken Man. And uh, he was feeding it to everybody last night. It was golden. Mate, thank you very much for that cracked chicken. And how have you enjoyed
5: Toowoomba? Uh, firstly, you're welcome about the cracked chicken. And uh, Toowoomba's been a blast. Um, it's been absolutely fantastic. Um, you know, it's definitely warm. But uh, there can be worse things, like torrential rain. That's, that's pretty bad at barbecue comps. Um, nah, all good. Love it.
0: Yeah, I've I've had both of them this year. It's uh, it, it's been very interesting, quite quite taxing at times. Yeah, absolutely. So, mate, you've got a lovely big new trailer here that I wanted to talk to you about. Can you uh, tell me where it's come from and uh, just basically tell me all about it?
5: Well, this one is uh, Hog Pit, uh, built by Jamie uh, in Ipswich. Um, it's a thirty-inch reverse flow offset. Yeah. Three shelves, as you saw before, a heap of capacity, like absolute beast for catering and whatnot. Um, although, when I say that, I've seen some bigger ones. Um, but no, no, it's it's absolutely it's a drink. So, how many people can you cook off this then? Can I cook off? Sorry, <laughs> cook. <laughs> I hang on. Fit three small children let me, in know what? Let me rephrase that. How many
0: people can you cook for off of this?
5: Ah, uh, well, we'll do. Like uh, uh, a function for a hundred easy, you know, like three different mates, absolutely no dramas at all. Yeah, right. And so, how does it tow? Is it is it well weighted, balanced, all that? Oh, it's definitely balanced. Like you know, it's there. <laughs> it's not. It's not like you, you know, got a load of lawn clippings and you're taking them to the dump. But it's definitely well balanced. Yeah. Like it just, he's just done a really good job. Like I, I wouldn't, oh, I couldn't fault it. It's, um, yeah, even, you know, like down to the, the benches on the other side, there's a 600 wide prep bench with like stainless steel splashbacks. It's actually my height, so it's gonna be like 900 high. You know, like, you don't have to do that bendy thing, you know about that, it's not so good. It's got the wood box, it's got the storage box. Yeah, like it, it honestly. Does it have hot, hot water in a sink? No, we have a sink. But I've still got to get onto that whole uh, hot water thing. It, it was on the list. But many things are on the list at the moment. Right. So
0: what would be three essential things that you reckon anyone who would be looking at buying a trailer smoker should consider having put on it?
5: Well, I don't know. See, it depends what you're using it for. For me, like for catering, um, with the 30-inch as opposed to, say, a 24 with two racks in it, Getting that third shelf in is absolutely amazing. Stainless steel benches, definitely. And a good height stainless steel benches. And more benches. <laughs> Don't be shy with the benches. Like, the bench space is great, you know. Um, it just, I guess you just got to be comfortable with it. But it's its such a hard thing to buy a fit, you know. Like, it, it really is. I don't know.
0: So many different things to consider. Oh, so, really,
5: and yeah, you know, even down to what you cook. Like, what if you just, you know, you just like doing wings on the weekend? You don't want to listen to me and get a thirty-inch with three shelves in it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> just to do, uh, just to do eight wings for you and the missus. Yeah. <laughs> so, before I let you go, you've done four hand-ins today: um, chicken, lamb, pork ribs, and beef brisket. What's your favourite of those four that you've done today?
5: Oh, um, what am I going to jinx myself with? (laughs) Um, I didn't like any of them. Oh, okay. (laughs) Had a bit of a buster. I think that's just an anti-jinx, isn't it?
0: Oh, uh, sorry, I'm a bit slow. I'm a bit slow. It's been a long, hot day.
5: It's been a long, long long, hot day,
0: and I completely...
5: Um, no, I really like the brisket. I I like the beef, and we don't, you know, I, I often have problems with beef. Well,
0: I usually close out an interview by saying I've got my fingers crossed for you, but we really <laughs> you, want to win beef you've today got your too. So for yourself,
5: yeah, no, that's fine, <laughs> yeah, that's fine. I'll
0: do, I'll do fingers for us and toes for you.
5: That doesn't sound too curvy. Should be fine.
0: <laughs> All right, cheers, mate. Thanks for that's your time, it, and I'll catch it. you later on.
5: Too good, thank you.
0: Hey folks, Ben from Smoking Hot Confessions here. We've wrapped up Toowoomba and I've got Chris from Smoking Hot Bros here. They're one of the, uh, the industry's strongest performing, most consistent performing teams. So we're going to find out how they did this weekend and also some exciting news that they've uh, got for me today. So Chris, mate, how you feeling?
4: Uh, tired. <laughs> it's been a long night. Um, warm, very warm today, but um, competition-wise, well, it's barbecue, so you never know.
0: That is very true. Anybody's game on, on any weekend, which is kind of the fun of it as well.
4: Exactly. So we're always hopeful, but at the same time, you know, we had a happy with our cook, so it's the best you can do.
0: Mate, that's a great attitude. Now we're sort of getting towards the end of the
4: year. What has 2018 been like for the bros? Um, 2018's been a, uh, a bit of a shuffle in the team. Um, we've had some new faces different cooks, um, new sponsors, it's been fantastic. Um, one been working with um, new rub, um, uh, some nice beer, it's been great. Uh, we've got a great new uh, protein supplier for our meat. Yeah, it's been a great ride and it's been a good year.
0: So what's been the highlight for you then?
4: Um, Port Mac, tell of me, course. Tell me about that. Um, just the general overall vibe of Port Mac is just the time of the year where everyone gets together, people you don't see all the whole year, and you just have three to four days of just barbecue, beers, and laughs. So, yeah, that's exactly what we did. I never laughed so hard in any comps I've been at. It was awesome.
0: Absolutely. Now, you actually made the box for that, um, what was it, brisket king? Oh, yeah, so brisket
4: king. So, yeah. Um, Nick Coops from Scotch and Smoke, and Adam from um, Texas. We all got together and um, yeah, we put our heads together and decided to um, uh, do a side pot of a brisket king for um, Poor Max. so it was a bring your own bottle. Um, That's $50 minimum per bottle, and everyone put in with a team sticker, and the winner of that category of beef uh, brisket got to take home the um, the the claim of being brisket king and the potential to take home a lot of alcohol.
0: Mate, ah, I love that idea. So tell me, how many bottles ended up in that box then? Um,
4: I think there was 48 bottles. Wow. So, and um, one of the teams put in a $600 bottle of whiskey. So yeah, it was phenomenal. And it was funny enough, the team that put the bottle in won it. So yeah, so, so we, we thought, oh, I'm actually quite glad he won He's a lovely guy. So it was awesome.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Now, let's talk about the big exciting news.
4: Yes. Tell Um, us about that. So, as many might know, um, we've been working close with Wild Smoke the last year to two years now, and we've been just really working well together on flavours and profiles. And um, Another goal of mine this year was to create, you know, stop importing a lot of these rubs and sauces and stuff that cost us barbecues thousands of dollars a year so one product was with Morgan was um, you know local based rubs so I really want to focus on Australian made Australian produced and something that we can proudly put our name behind and that all us barbecuers at home and competition can use so this is when we came you know put our heads together and we had all these ideas and many many trials and failures and we finally came up with a product that I've actually been cooking with this whole season and I've only just really announced you know this last really couple weeks um, what we've been using so one of them's been uh, Bulldust which is um, predominantly my brisket rub I've been using the whole season. Oh nice. Um, and we've had great success with it and um, also the other one was the Vinegar X uh, which was mainly designed by Morgan himself and um, it's designed as a finishing dust, so I believe it's the first finishing dust to be released in Australia by an Australian company. Wow! So yeah, it's, it's awesome stuff, and it's good to try and keep these products home and local, and you know, and also hopefully take home some price. It's actually funny that you've just um, stressed the fact that
0: it's local. Yes. This is the uh, this is the fourth interview that I've had done uh, that I've done today. And every single interview has ended up being a local business, un- unbeknownst to me. And so th- they've all had massive successes. So I think 2018 might be the year for the barbecue
4: local business. Maybe. I'll- or we're just sick of spending money. Yeah.
0: <laughs> could be. Could be. I think so. Look, I, you you did send some of this to me um, yes. um, a few weeks ago. And I tried some on some steak. I, I didn't quite follow the instructions that you gave me, so I am sorry for that. That's okay. I put some of the bull dust on either side of the steak. Yep. Um, grilled it at a high heat for a short period of time. Yep. And then just sprinkle the finishing dust over the top. Perfect, mate. Sensational.
4: No, you did it right. It's exactly what it is. So, um, with the vine- with a vinegar x, um, it is a rub. So, with your fishes and that, you can use it as a rub because um, the, the saltiness and the vinegar and it will break down the oils in the fish. Um, but the vinegar x, it, it just really enlightens your taste buds at the end of the cook. So. Um, You don't want to go too strong with it. It is a dust. So it's just to really give that flavor profile another kick, a natural MSG. So I'm not going to say that word too rough, but it is a natural enhancement of the flavor of the profile of the food you're cooking.
0: Well, that's a good point, because that is something um, that, that Morgan does pride himself on, is nothing nothing artificial, no MSG, no, uh, yeah, it was like none of making, that sort of stuff. Yeah, it was like same so.
4: thing his making bacon. So, obviously, that was his um, grandmother's recipe from when he was a child, you know, you know, preservatives and nitrates to make, you know, homemade bacon. Um, and, you know, with that kind of background, I was really excited to work with him to do that. Yeah, what a great opportunity, mate. It's been great. Yeah. So, we've got more coming. Um, so, yeah, watch the space really. So, it's pretty exciting. Um, I'm looking forward to getting him out next season and hopefully the new range will come out. Mate, I'm looking forward to seeing what you got in store for us. That'd be great. will be the first one to try it.
0: Oh, mate, I love the sound of that. Look, thanks very much for your time. I, I really appreciate you being part of the show. Welcome. And, uh, and best of luck for this afternoon. Thank you. Cheers, Ben. Hey, folks, it's Ben from Smokin' Hot Confessions here. We're live at Toowoomba. It's wrapping up. You can hear that the the, the, uh, uh, DJ's just playing the final song before the awards. I've got about six minutes to get you this next very interesting little video. I've got Jamie from Hogpit Smokers here. Um, Hogpit is probably the fastest-growing smoker company coming out of Queensland at the moment. Very exciting stuff, very innovative designs. Jamie, how you going, mate? I'm going good, mate had a little bit too much sun today it's pretty hot i think we all have mate we all have so what i want to talk to you about today is this brand new model here can you
6: tell me a bit about it ah well it's um a small model that i've built to uh cater for um home cooks people who don't need a big capacity of say the squealer there's a lot of people um you know, they're they not wanting to do a lot of cooking, they just want to do small small cook-up. So I thought I could get something in that price range that they might be interested in, and um, and this is the result. There is an option for a second rack there if someone wanted it, but, um, uh, yeah, this is, this is how it is. This, this model is basically this one here now, yeah.
0: So as it stands here now, what sort of capacity are we talking about?
6: Well, this should hold easily um, three pork shoulders, I'd imagine. Um, you can get probably about eight kg of brisket in it, uh, That's growing. a big brisket. A couple of um, um, pork ribs, uh, rib racks, um, uh, chicken. Yeah, it's, it, it is more for for someone who is not going to cook up for a lot of people. You know, if you want to cook for your wife and, and the family, and, and you know, a half dozen people, or something, this is this is what you need. Because a lot of people, their eyes are, are, are too big for their stomach. They all want the big smokers, but in reality, they don't often use all of the capacity in their smoker. And there's other benefits to having a small smoker. Uh, It takes up uh, less room. Uh, uh, They're they're lighter to manoeuvre around. They're they're nice and small, easy for wives to use as well. uh, The counterweight doors are much easier to open on the small smokers. Um, And and you don't require as uh, big a fire in it to to keep them up to temperature.
0: Mate, that sounds like winning all around to me. I hope so. I can see that it's up to your usual standard of extremely high
6: build quality as yep. well. What gauge steel is that done out of? This is six mil plate. This is all um, I, I, uh, everything's rolled up and pressed up from plate. Um, I don't; they're not cylinders or anything like that, which gives me better um, fits from for door sealing and stuff like that because I don't have uh, uh, distortion and tension in, in as you do in um, in rolled pipe and yep. and stuff like that. Yep. Um, and also because it's. Uh, it's all uh, plasma cut on a CNC machine. Um, just adds for accuracy, easier for me to fabricate and keep the neat.
0: Mate, that's outstanding. I mean, six mil steel on a unit this size—that's unheard of in the industry. Yeah. So,
6: mate, congratulations. Well done. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Well, this is this is the at this price range, uh, which is um, $9.90 for people who are interested. Um, uh, when you look at the Hark and Chubbies and, and some of the high-end range uh, imports that are coming in, they're about 1500 Now, for, for another approximately 500 bucks, you're going to step up to something that's going to last you a lifetime. Uh, it's going to retain its heat. Uh, going look. They look much better, they've got stainless steel racks, easy to clean, there's uh, so many extra benefits to going to these smokers and buying the cheap ones, which you might be replacing in a few years time. Uh, they have issues with uh, heat, uh, smoke and everything getting out of them, but once these things are up to temp, they're designed right, so they, will, uh, they flow good once you get the, um, get the draw happening. And they run efficiently. You just can't be uh, um, Australian built smokers or people who are building smokers out of um, six mil plate who are building smokers the way they were meant to be built compared to the cheap imports who are just slapping them out as quick as they can and, and, and giving inferior products. In, at the end of the day, they're inferior.
0: Yeah, yeah. Mate, you're doing a great job. You're you're, you're making Australian manufacturing proud. So I want to say thank you for that. They did just announce we've now got about three minutes left until the awards start. There it is. They're just calling us over there now. So we're going to wrap this up. Thank you very much for your time, and I'll see you again next time. No Ben. Thanks for to me, mate.
1: Got a project you'd like to work on with the SHC team? Shoot Ben an email on ben at smokinghotconfessions.com and let's have a conversation.
0: That's right, the lights are now on you. Please put your hands together for Rachel from the Bruise and Barbie Bash here. Hi, my
7: name's Rachel. No, I'm not as good as Jim, so I'm just going to say a uh, big shout-out to 20 teams competing today in the second annual Toowoomba Bruise and Barbie Best Bash Triple B, all the words. We'll, we tried, I tried. So uh, what we're going to do, call out the top five because the teams love that we don't really care about the crowd no we do please stay stick around there's another band coming on um and if the top three can come up and grab their prizes so first one we have is chicken so top five in fifth place we have up in Smoke. In fourth place, we have the Brizzy Basters. I don't even know where they are, where are you boys? All right, if you can come up from here on. Third place, where there's smoke, there's dinner. In second place, all the way from down south, Highland Cue. Linda and Mick. In first place for chicken, the dirty bird. Welcome up, the Smoke kings. All right, up next we have Lamb. In fifth place, we have. I get it wrong. Smoking Dog Barbecue. Oh. In fourth place, ooh, the Brizzy Basters. hilly oh. has got tickets on himself. All right, in third place, please come on up, must have been the Parsley Family Q. <laughs> I'm saying two. He's saying one. We're saying two. Second place, Sin Le. That wasn't me. Please welcome up one of the nicest guys in barbecue Pit Crew Barbecue. Pork ribs. Tim says, hmm. All right, top five again. So in fifth place, Big Crew Barbecue. In fourth place, Black Bart Barbecue. In third place, these guys are getting their steps up Country Boys Barbecue. Okay, second place, Pork Ribs, the Brizzy Basters. In first place for Pork Ribs, the contentious category. These guys are only smoking hot by name. They're smoking hot bros. Where's the big cheer, first place, we smoking Hot Rhymes, thank you, I bought the drunk crowd, they're with me all night. Alright, last handing of the day was beef, so this is open beef category, so that could include your brisket, it could include beef cheeks, that's beef cheeks on the face, not the butt, you've got chuck and you've also got beef ribs. So, without further ado, in fifth place we have Smoke Hunters Barbecue. In fourth place we've got The Smoke Kings. In, I don't know whose child this is, in third place one of the most experienced judges that is in the ABA, please welcome up, Low and Slow Barbecue Shack. That's you, Dennis. Get up here. In second place, nearly overcrowded, nearly got the band back. I had some of this and it was ridiculous. In second place, Long legs moving, Bray. right, in first place. These guys will be happy with this. With a score of 350. And tears in the judge's eyes as they ate those fluffy little pillow type burnt ends. Smoking hot bros. So top five. So in fifth place overall, we have Up In Smoke. This is my favourite part. In fourth place, Country Boys Barbecue. In third place overall, Time. Okay. Please welcome up again to the stage the Smoking Hot Bros! Yeah! Thank you, Drunken Hecklers. You'll be here all night. All right, and a huge thank you to the amazing promoter of this event, Amy. She's done an incredible job again. Here she goes, she can thank everybody. I'll give the boys their certificate. All right, thanks guys, thanks for supporting the
5: ABA.
7: Uh, Thank you for everyone coming out today. It's been a really um, wonderful day. The weather's been great. We've had a really big crowd, so thanks for supporting us for a second year. Um, Yeah, thank you again to Claudia for helping me with this crazy idea, and everyone else that's helped us, so all of our uh, family, friends, volunteers, whoever we've asked to do things, all of our sponsors, our market stalls, vendors, breweries. Um, I think that's as many people as I can think of. But um, yeah, have a good night. We're going on till eight o'clock. A band's playing
0: now, so keep having fun. Thank you. And there you have it, family, the 2018 Toowoomba Brews and Barbie Bash. Massive congrats go out to Pit Crew Barbecue for their RGC and the Smokin' Hot Bros for their Grand Champion Prize. Before I let you go, I want to remind you about the and Hot Confessions community on Facebook. And if you have a minute, it'd really help me out if you could subscribe, rate, and review the show. This episode's supporter shout-out goes to Resix for their incredible review on Apple Podcasts. I truly appreciate your support. And that's the end of the show. Till next time, take care of each other and keep on queuing. Thanks for listening to the Smoking Hot
1: Confessions podcast. Head on over to smokinghotconfessions.com for recipes, tips and Ben's own confessions.